Hello, everyone, and welcome to my podcast, which is called Steps to the Spirit. We are now in season number three, and this is episode number 27. And the title of this episode is Stepping Outside and Step Two. And this is part number one. So as a reminder, step number two says, I came to believe that a power greater than myself could restore me to sanity. Well, how is it that I behave according to step number two in my day-to-day world? I think the easiest way to describe it is in the way of comparison. And I would compare today with what I used to be like. And you know the phrases in the literature that says what I used to be like, what happened, and what it's like now. And that's kind of, if I speak or you speak at any meetings, that's the suggested way to speak to our fellow uh, 12-steppers, is to describe for them what we used to be like, what happened to us, and what we are like now, today. And that's what I'm going to be talking about uh, during this series of episodes. So in comparison, when I walked out of the house before, I was a mess, to tell you the truth. I walked out of the house with a a, a suit of armor on. I was going to say a shell, but it was more like a suit of armor. I was impenetrable. And by that, I certainly don't mean I was not able to be hurt. I think I walked around probably in a hurt state of mind. But when I walked out the door in my previous life before the 12-step program, my earnest attempt at the 12-step program, I was carrying so much baggage that it was almost unbearable. I had been through so much stuff from the time I was born. I was adopted at a very young age. Um, I heard this line one time and I thought it was a riot. This comedian, he used to say, uh, I was born at a very young age. And I just thought that was funny. But anyway... From the time I was adopted, I, 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 I think even as a child, at five, six, seven years old, I knew there was something wrong because my, my parents or my mother used to say, uh, "Well, we picked you out, and you were the the." It was almost like picking out a, a melon, you know, that you were the nicest one in the bunch and had the nicest sound and all of that. And things kind of went downhill from there. Uh, I was pretty much always berated and that I was never good enough. And I heard things like, you're going to grow up and you'll be just like your father, and uh, who, who was a great guy. He was a good provider and, uh, you know, never just went to work, brought home the money, and that was it, and liked to read his westerns and watch TV. But my mother would tell me I was going to grow up to be just like him. 
and she told the story while well, he had a chance to be an accountant and make something of himself and and all of these things and of course I was never going to be any good either I wasn't then and I went to bed as a child and um, I, I had a lot of issues and then when I started school I started in the Catholic school the Christian Brothers of Ireland parochial school they were certainly to say the least taskmasters and I never wanted to conform I was pretty I was a bright kid and I wanted to do my own thing and you know some of these new age schools would be would have been perfect for me because I could have progressed in my own direction and at my own rate of speed and during that time when I was in school when I first started school in the first second third grade fourth grade grammar school I was it was infused in me about God and of course from a Catholic point of view and once again I you know they told me what I wasn't supposed to do and to me that was all the things that I was doing so you know by the time I got out of grammar school God didn't even like me very much because I didn't comply I didn't I certainly didn't go to confession, and when I went to confession, I would lie about it and say, oh, I was a good kid, I didn't do anything wrong, uh, you know, or, or or I'd say, well, I crossed the street against the light, uh, you know, something, and I, uh, to me, inside, I was saying, boy, what a jerk you are, who could ever love you, and why did I think I was a jerk? Well, because I was kind of told that by my parents, by my teachers, and and that's the way it was, and, and I grew up that way, and finally found a a solution to feeling the way I felt when I discovered alcohol. For me, that was the solution. The problem was alcohol, and later I found out that that really wasn't a problem. But at least at that time, that's what was my savior. I often say today sometimes that had I not discovered alcohol, I could very well have had some very serious mental problems. And anyway, that allowed me, when I drank, to be, to loosen up, to let that person that was inside, that beautiful person, really, to let it out, to let, to give it, <laughs> let it escape for a while. And that felt good to me, of course. I always, whenever I drank, I always had a wicked hangover, and it was not pleasant at all. But at least for a little while, I could feel like I was someone other than that person I carried around with me. And the baggage I left at the liquor store door. I, you know, <laughs> I drank, and I was feeling good. But had I not been drinking, when I walked out the door onto the street to go anywhere, do anything, my my feeling about myself was terrible. And so what's the difference now? Well, now I have practiced these steps. I've practiced every single one of them. And I still practice them. And I have received these first three grace steps. And then I did the action steps where I did an inventory tried to clean out the baggage as much as I could, of which, by the way, I'm still cleaning out. 
and I do now the maintenance steps. You know, not so much as I do, I'm doing step number 10 now, I'm doing step number 11 or 12. No, I, it's, a, it's a natural part of my day. Uh, and at the end of the day to just kind of think about what happened today and what went wrong and why it went wrong. Did I try to take back my humanity too much? Did I not allow things to be put into God's hands or my spirit's hands where I could listen and try to get a pretty good idea of what to do? And that's basically what happens when I go out the door and stepping outside today. And, and maybe to sum that up is that I don't step outside alone anymore. And I'm with my spirit. I don't think that way, but I deep down know that. I have nothing whatsoever to fear. There is no one out that door that can hurt me because I am so intertwined with my spirit today. And everything I do is based on, hopefully, at least I try, to listen for the input, the constant input from my spirit. It's always there. It's never a question of whether or not it's there. The question always is whether or not I am choosing to listen. And that's what we have, friends. We have free choice. I can choose to listen to my spirit or I can choose to operate in the world just as under my humanity. Whenever I do that, <laughs> first step, I was powerless. I could not manage my own affairs. So whenever I choose today, and I do it, not to listen to my spirit, then in comes the insanity. I just cannot seem to manage it on my own. So there's the difference. Can you imagine? Some of you, I'm sure, do. Walk outside and feel almost impenetrable. And... and I don't feel that way because of the... I used to feel that way because of the old armor that nobody... I wouldn't let anybody in and I wouldn't let anybody hurt me. and But I was, I was afraid all of the time. Now, <laughs> it's a completely different thing. It's not because I have that armor, but it's because I have the armor of my spirit. And if I feel like that's the most important part of me, who could ever hurt that? Who could ever do anything to hurt God? They just can't do that. This is the power that's greater than me. The power that cannot be defeated. The power that as long as I turn to it and realize that I have it, I have the same power. I walk out the door with the power of God on in me and on my side. I'm going to pick this up again tomorrow. I think we will have two parts. And uh, not tomorrow, sorry, in the next episode. And until then, thank you for listening. And that's about it.